0: Section 47 of the Turquoise Storybook, Stories and Legends of Summer and Nature. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Kimberly Town. The Turquoise Storybook, Stories and Legends of Summer and Nature, by Ada M. Skinner and Eleanor L. Skinner. Legend of the Water Lily One night, long, long ago, when the moon of flowers shone softly on the prairie, a group of Indian youths sitting in a circle on the grass were talking about the stars. One of the braves, a young chieftain, gazed intently toward the south. On a wooded hill back of his wigwam twinkled a star which was the brightest he had ever seen. Surely the star has a message for the red men. Who can read it? The watchers asked each other. Each night during the beautiful moon of flowers, the star grew more and more radiant until its glorious light filled the southern sky, but not one of the Indian youths had been able to explain the meaning of the light. One night, after the moon of flowers had given her place in the skyland to the hot moon, the chief dreamed that a beautiful maiden stood by his side and said, Young brave, how beautiful your world is when the summer queen reigns! Great stretches of prairie glisten with dandelions and red lilies. Butterflies flit about in the sunlight, gentle breezes touch the forest leaves, and they sing soft answers to the rapture of the birds. Little children shout for joy and merry laughter. I long to live among you. Ask your wise men how I may become a part of this beauty, and how I may add to the children's happiness. Then the young chief awakened. He sprang to his feet, called his braves together in the council lodge, and told them his dream. It's a message of the radiant star, they said. Let us smoke the pipe of peace as a sign of our welcome. Accordingly, a band of young braves led by the chieftain climbed the wooded hill and smoked a pipe of peace filled with sweet-scented herbs. Then they stretched forth their hands toward the star and bade welcome to her. At the close of their ceremonies, the light grew more luminous than ever before, and the braves knew their welcome was understood. They walked back to the village, and the star followed them all the way, and shone over their wigwams until daybreak. At night the chief dreamed that the beautiful maiden stood again by his side. "'I'm coming to dwell among your people,' she said. "'I'm wondering what form I shall take in order to add to the children's joy.' "'They love to hear the birds sing,' said the chief. But the maiden shook her head. "'I shall not live in the treetops,' she answered. "'Choose your own way to live, star maiden,' said the chief. "'I shall live among you as a flower,' she said. Surely the children's hearts are gladdened by the blossoms of the earth. They are indeed, declared the chief. The mountain rose is wondrously beautiful. Oh, but it is too far away from the children, sighed the maiden. The prairie dandelion makes our little ones clap their hands in glee, suggested the chief. The maiden thought a while, then she said. The buffalo's hoof often crushes the prairie dandelion. The chief was sorely puzzled. Finally he said, You would be safe from harm if you chose the rocky cliffs as your blooming place. But the maiden said, The children seldom climb the cliffs. I must live where the children can see me. Suddenly her face brightened and she said, I know, I know. I'll live in the clear streamlet and bloom on its surface. I shall feel soft breezes blow and hear the birds sing. In the branches which bend over me, the warblers will build their nests. The children will play on the banks, and they will touch me with their little hands as they glide safely along in their canoes. Look for me in the streamlet. Then the young brave awakened. He sprang up and walked to a clear stream which flowed near the Indian village. On the waters floated beautiful white blossoms with delicate waxen leaves. Hundreds of lovely water lilies were waiting there to surprise the Indian children and bring added joy into their lives. End of section 47